Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We thought we'd just have a quick chat about two situations that have unfolded this week. The first one is Clint Gutherson, and the second one is Jack Whiten. Two very, very interesting situations that we haven't had a chance to uh, touch on just yet. So we thought we'd just give our uh, our live thoughts to it today for both of these. We'll kick off with Clint Gutherson. Uh, it's been revealed that during the week, the Parramatta Eels have informed Clint Gutherson that they are looking at options uh, to be able to sign a fullback that has more equity. X-Factor, uh, Gutho has sort of come out and said that, yep, that played out. Very interesting situation. Um, Gutho is just all about the Parramatta Eels. I, uh, I quite often question Gutho because he's not that elite, elite tier fullback. Uh, but, I mean, that elite, elite tier fullback features four to five guys who are worth an absolute mozza. You have to completely sell the farm to be able to feature them in your side, whereas the value you get out of Gutho, the amount of effort you get out of him, the sort of leader he is, the sort of guy he is off-field. Gutho brings so many positives to a club that I don't think can be measured in highlights and in stats and all that sort of stuff. So... I find this one very interesting. Uh, I think that it's uh, it's an interesting one for Parramatta uh, to allow to get out in the first place and for them to even have that conversation with Gutho. He's obviously the club captain. He's been their fullback for a very long time now. Uh, they've built a team around Clint Gutherson, essentially. And, you know, even just the wording that, like, they need to find more X-factor at fullback. I, I question, do they need to? Um, would it be good if they could get a Teddy, a Turbo, one of these guys? 100%. No doubt about that. I think there are guys you could upgrade from Clint Gutherson, but... Fuck me, what, like, how much better are you going to get than Gutho? If I was to rattle off a list of the guys that I think are in this competition and are better than Gutho, I would have Teddy, 
I would have Turbo. I would probably have Luttrell. Uh, I would have Ryan Pappenhausen when he's fully fit, but he's not at the moment. Um, I would, you know, you could argue Joey Manu, but we haven't seen Joey Manu play an entire season of fullback. We don't know if what he's able to do in a small sample size, he's going to be able to do over a 27-week period. We know that Gutho can do exactly what he does over a five-year, 27-week period. So I find it hard to put him in over Manu. I Sorry, I find it hard to put Manu in over Gutho. I know a lot of people will because we love highlights and all that, but... You don't really have the sample size to go with on Joey Manu in reality, if you're being completely honest. So, I mean, if the Parramatta Eels are going to sign one of those guys, sure. Top shelf, great. Great upgrade there. But if they're going to sign someone who maybe has a few more highlights in them, maybe has a little bit more upside, but is definitely not a better player than Clint Gutherson, I've got to really question this one. I find it very interesting. Where do you play Gutho then? You play him at centre? Sure, but are you getting the very best out of, you know, arguably your best player, arguably your most important player? You made him the captain. Uh, he's, you know, the loudest voice on the field. He leads by example. I just got a lot of question marks around that. And look, I do think the Parramatta Eels have a problem in their centres. I don't think Wonga Blake's the answer. I think Will Pensini is the answer for quite some time. But, I mean, there is a spot there that needs to be filled. So I understand what Parramatta's trying to do here. I don't... I don't agree with it, and I don't think it's the right call, but I get where they're coming from. But once again, who are you going to upgrade to Clint Gutherson? I can, I like, and I think it would be a ground a downgrade no matter what they do. And I question, is X Factor why you're not winning comps? I mean, I look at the Penrith Panthers who won the last two comps in a row, and I could have the exact same conversation I just had with you, but insert the name Dylan Edwards. The following guys are better. They've got more X Factor. They've got more highlights. Teddy, Turbo, Latrell, Pappy, these sort of guys. Dylan Edwards is effort built on effort built on effort. I would even argue... When it comes to ball playing and all that, I would say Gutho probably has more X-Factor to him than what Dylan Edwards does. They are both just effort-on-effort sort of guys. Dylan Edwards only plays one side of the ruck. Do you see the Penrith Panthers coming out and saying, we need to upgrade? In fact, they've had Stephen Crichton in the side who's been wanting to play fullback. They haven't even considered doing it when there's a lot of other clubs in this competition, Canterbury, for example, who are willing to pay huge overs to give Stephen Crichton an opportunity to show what he can do at fullback. Penrith Panthers goes, no, nah, Dylan Edwards is our guy. Uh, I think it's very, very interesting, even at the end of you know the 2020 season when the Penrith Panthers had lost a grand final. Funnily enough, the exact same position the Parramatta Eels find themselves in now do you remember the chat about getting an X-Factor fullback, a guy with more upside? I don't. They stuck with their guy. They start. They stuck with the guy that had done it for them before and gave the same effort every single week, gave an 8 out of 10 every single week instead of chasing the 6, 7, but all of a sudden a 9 out of 10 game every few weeks, and they didn't break the bank to go and get one of those absolute top-tier four best fullbacks in the world. They went with the fifth and sixth best fullback, which is Dylan Edwards, and I think he's served them incredibly well, and I think Gutho has served the Parramatta Eels very, very well. I have a look at the guys underneath Gutho on my list. Yes, there are guys that probably have more talent than Gutho. AJ Brimson, you could play Nico Hines at fullback, for example. You'd have to pay him a fucking fortune, though. You could play Cam Munster at fullback. You'd have to pay him an arm and a leg. Reese Walsh, I think he'd be a really good signing, but... I mean, would you rather have Reese Walsh over Gutho? In some areas, you wouldn't. I'm sure people that just watch highlights would, but... Reese Walsh, very young, very raw. 
Clint Gutherson, very experienced. He's been through it all. He's the captain of the club. He's shown that you can be successful with him at fullback. Kalen Ponga, all the injuries in the world, HIAs. I don't know if I'd rather have him over Clint Gutherson, realistically. I think Newcastle's in a better spot if they started this season with Clint Gutherson than with Kalen Ponga, despite Kalen Ponga having more highlights and more X Factor. Will Kennedy's a great player. I'm still going to choose Gutho over him, realistically. Scott Drinkwater. Yeah, I mean, Drinky, tremendous player, fantastic. We can see now, when you look at the Cowboys without him, how much different they are. But I don't know, would I trade Drinky for Gutho? I'm not sure if I would when when push came to shove. Uh, So it's a really interesting situation. And in order to get Drinkwater away from the Cowboys, you're going to have to pay him overs. You're still going to have to pay Clint Gutherson quite a bit of money to keep him at Parramatta realistically. He's a quality player that other teams will go for. So I just, and I and I don't think they can afford to let Clint Gutherson go. I think he means too much to their culture and who they are. It's such a fascinating situation how this one has played out. And I look at their side, I go, okay, you need a, a, a bit of X factor at fullback. I get that. I look at Canterbury. They needed a bit of X factor at fullback because they probably didn't have the halfback that they needed. I think Flano can be successful. I think he can be good. Is he going to win you a comp? Probably not. So maybe they, they need to upgrade somewhere else. But I look at the Parramatta I go, well, you know, you've got a top five halfback. I think it's fair to say you got a top five, five eight. Uh, you got one of the most experienced hookers in the comp who's got upside as well. Uh, I just, I don't know if fullbacks, why you're not winning comps, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm not sure why you're not winning comps, but if I had to write down probably my top three reasons why you're not, it's not because Gutho isn't isn't Tom Travojevic. It's not because Gutho isn't James Tedesco. Very, very bizarre little situation here. And, and once again, you have a look at that list and you think, okay, the guys that they could sign, who would it be? I think you'd be sort of looking at your Dane Lorries, these sort of guys. So I think it'd be a really good signing. I'm a big fan of Dane Laurie. Is Dane Laurie that much better than Clint Gutherson that you're going to move your captain and the heart and soul of your club out of fullback and play him at center? I don't know. It doesn't quite make sense to me. You also can't move Gutho to like 5'8 or anything. You're absolutely stuck there. So it pretty much has to be center unless you want to play him on the wing, which I think is a bit of a waste. You can play him at center and give him a, a bit of a roaming role. And as much as Clint Gutherson will do whatever Brad Arthur wants him to do, and he will do whatever Parramatta thinks is better for Parramatta, do you really want to upset your captain like that? Do you want to shift your captain out of there because there's the, the potential that a guy that is – essentially the guys are going to have to sign are going to be unproven. A lot of them wouldn't have probably played finals footy because they're going to be guys that we have X factor that are in shit teams that haven't played finals. You're going to bring them in and just trust that they're going to go big? Jack Wellsby's another one. I mean, a lot of hype around him. I've got to tell you, I think he's a good player. There's no doubt about that. But we got to that World Cup against the good sides. Sort of went missing a little bit. Was fantastic against Penrith in a trial at the start of the year. Once again, I think I'd rather have Clint Gutherson there at one. Very, very interesting situation. I think the Parramatta need to be really careful how they handle this situation because it could cause a lot of trouble. They've got the seven. They've got the six. They've got the nine. They've got the one. You're looking for a little bit of an upgrade at one. I don't know. This would be like getting rid of, you know, Mitch Moses to go after Nath Cleary. I, 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 it's an upgrade. Don't get me wrong. But did you need to do it? Is it? Was it the problem at your club? I'm not sure if it was, to be honest with you. I'm very, very keen to see how Clint Gutherson responds to this as well. I think he's in for a big game later tonight. I think for an anytime try scorer, I think he will stand and deliver. I think he's been really good to start the year despite Parramatta not winning a stack of games. I think he's been really good. And I find this situation... Honestly, just bizarre at how this has played out. Uh, I'll be surprised if they do go and sign another fullback and move Gutho to centre. I just don't think it makes enough sense to me to make a huge move like this and potentially upset one of the crowd favourites, one of the club favourites, and most importantly, 
the club captain. Gutho will do whatever Parramatta thinks is best for Parramatta. He's that sort of guy. But do you want to push him over the edge like that? I'm not sure if you do. If you lose Clint Gutherson off the back of this, because I guarantee you Gutho's not going to like playing centre. He'd rather be at fullback. He wants to be involved. He's a he's a goer. He's a, he's a guy that I would say is a winner, even though he hasn't really achieved a stack or won big moments or anything like that. Just his attitude and everything. He's a winner. He's very much so like Dylan Edwards. If, if Gutho was in the Pan- Panthers' side... I think we'd be talking about Gutho the exact same way we talk about Dylan Edwards, that yes, he doesn't have the upside and all the stuff that all these other star fullbacks have, but he's one of the biggest goers in the fucking league. And there is no denying, whether you like Gutho or not, there is no denying that he has a red-hot crack every single week and you know what you're going to get every single week. Very keen to see how this one plays out, as I've said a few times, but I do find it a bizarre little situation. Now, another strange situation. Jack White in the heart and soul of the Canberra Raiders. The, he used to be a fullback, used to be a centre, turned into a 5'8". I think the start of 2019 went all the way to a grand final that year. Uh, obviously, in a two-year span there, won a Clive Churchill medal and a Dalian medal, which was pretty impressive. Controversial, both of them, albeit whatever. There's no denying, though, that Jack White wasn't in the top few players of that season. There's no denying that Jack White wasn't in the top few players of that grand final, despite being in a losing team. His kicking game was unbelievable that night. And normally, that's what I struggle to grasp with Jack White and how poor his kicking game can be. That night on the biggest stage, it was incredible. And there's no doubting whatsoever in my mind, Jack White has well and truly proven himself to be a representative footballer in our game. I actually think he's a better rep player than what he is NRL player, and I'll talk about that very soon. But he is the heart and soul of the Canberra Raiders. We've seen over the last few weeks him start to shift and play both sides of the ruck, which, you know, Timmy Williams has been talking about it for a long time. I completely agree with him. He should have been doing this for a very long time, in my opinion. Used to play fullback. He's got the skill set to be able to do it. And if I'm playing the Canberra Raiders and I know that Jack White's going to sit on the left edge, I'm going good as gold. I can contain him there. If you tell me that Jack Whiten's going to play left and right and pop up whenever, fuck that. Miss me with that. That's the last thing in the world I want to deal with. So I love the camp, that the Canberraiters have done that. And look, I, I'll be honest with you, this story, uh, Jack Whiten wants to test himself on the open market. Um, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't a superstar player in our game who's coming to the end of his contract want to see what he's worth on the open market? Personally, I think he stays in Canberra. I can't see him leaving. Uh, Rumours about him wanting to leave. Rumours about him wanting to try and win a comp somewhere else. Yeah, okay, sure. Maybe it's true. I don't know. But I just I just think it was a strange headline, and I think the people have really rem with the headline that, that, they, that all the media tried to put out. You do realize that like every player would be stupid not to test their value on the market. Managers are always making these phone calls and seeing what the situation is and seeing what they can get elsewhere to then take back to their current club to say, hey, X team's willing to pay this much. Are you going to meet us halfway? Are you going to lift your offer? Can you match this offer, et cetera, et cetera? I mean, it's just business at the end of the day. And if Jack Whiten wasn't testing himself on the open market to see what he is capable of getting out there, I personally think he'd be a little bit stupid. I think he will stay in Canberra. I think he's a pretty loyal guy that will stay there. I think he's very close to Ricky Stewart. I think the Canberra Raiders would be willing to pay a little bit more to keep him there. The other thing, and you know, whether you agree or not, whatever, um, and I'm happy to get pu- pushed back on this, but I was talking to a mate yesterday about it. The reality is with Canberra that, you know, there's a lot of people that aren't from the ACT, aren't from Canberra, that, you know, it isn't that much of an appealing city. There's no beaches down there. It's cold for a lot of the year. Their off-seasons are fucking tough. During the season, it's cold. A lot of travel every single week, getting to places and whatever, a lot of bus rides to Sydney. It isn't an ideal place to play footy, let's be perfectly honest here, and that's why it's always been really hard for the Canberra Raiders to sign players because 
a lot of, you know, you're spending your early 20s and mid 30s there bringing your family and having fun down there. You want to be somewhere you're going to enjoy yourself. This is also why the Roosters find it so easy to sign guys, hey, you can come and live in Bondi. We'll put you up in a mad apartment there. You'll be in the middle of everything. You'll have the time of your life. Or you can go to Canberra, you know, cold conditions down there, far from ideal, no beaches nearby, nothing like that. You know, the other guys that you're mates with from footy, they're not in the same city. Uh, it, it becomes – it's a hard sell. Let's be fucking honest here. It's a hard sell. So for the Canberra Raiders, as much as I think Jack White isn't worth a million dollars, in order to keep him there, I understand them paying him a million dollars because who else are they going to get if not? For me, if I was to – you know, if I was a player playing in Sydney – I would probably take 850, 900K to stay in Sydney over a million dollars to move to Canberra for four years of my life where I'm probably not going to have the lifestyle I want. I'm probably not going to have the opportunities um, outside of, you know, football as far as business, as far as marketing, as far as social media, all that sort of stuff. You've got to take this all into consideration. I have no doubt whatsoever that every single player that's negotiating with the Canberra Raiders does take it into consideration. So for me, I think, you know, I wouldn't pay Jack White anywhere near a million dollars. As I said, I think he's a better rep player than what he is an NRL player. I think he's a fantastic NRL player. Don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't have him in that million mark. I'd be happy to play if I was another club in Sydney, for example. I'd be happy to pay pay Jack seven fifty to maybe eight fifty around that mark. It's still very very good money. Uh, but he's a five eight that you know he's got a good running game. His kicking game's improved out of sight. There's no doubt in that, but it's still not in the elite tier. His passing game's not in the elite tier either. Uh, he is still capable of having brain explosions in games, giving away penalties, drop balls, etc., etc. We saw it a, f- a few weeks ago in their game that they won. I mean, against Newcastle, he did everything he possibly could to lose that fucking game. You know what I mean? So I think Jack Whiten's a tremendous player. I, I mean, he's playing 5'8". Uh, is he a 5'8"? I- I don't know. Like we said on Bloke in a Bar, he's a footballer and he's a fantastic footballer. I reckon he'd be an unreal 13. I reckon he'd be a gun fullback, a gun center. 5'8 is probably his best position at the moment. But if you pick Jack Whiten at 5'8, you build your entire game plan on that edge around Jack Whiten that he doesn't have the passing game that most 5'8s do. He's going to be a run first sort of guy. And you have to build around that, that he is a little bit unorthodox. Uh, so I can understand teams not wanting to pay Jack Whiten huge money. And I wouldn't pay huge money for Jack Whiten either. If I was the Canberra Raiders, I'd be happy to pay 900. Maybe a mil, but I'd I'd still... But that that's the position Canberra Raiders find themselves in. If you're not going to pay Jack that much, who are you going to pay that much that's going to have as much impact on your team? I, I think that, you know, Cam, the Canberra Raiders, they are... They are they're battlers. Everything they do is a little bit unorthodox, but they're tough. They hang in the contest and they just fucking go at it. And that's who Jack White is. He just wants blood. That's the sort of guy he is. He's tough as nails. You don't want to fuck around with him. You never see anyone try and have a stink with Jack White because they want to survive. He represents who the Canberra Raiders are to me. So I don't believe Jack will leave. I think he will stay there. I think that if he was to leave, a lot of people are saying the Dolphins and people are saying, oh, the Dolphins have got this you know, huge amount of money. They could give him $1.1 million. I'm sorry. I think the Dolphins have shown in the first five or six weeks here that they've got the culture that means that they can wait for the right superstar to come around, not just grab a superstar. For me, if you're another club outside of Canberra and you're playing Jack White over 850K, you're paying overs, in my opinion. And I, I literally think the Dolphins have shown that they probably don't need a guy like him. I think they can wait to try and get a superstar fullback, a superstar halfback, one of these guys. Just doesn't make a heap of sense to me. And I think that Wayne Bennett would share the same opinion as me, to be honest with you. I think he would look at his current squad and go, you know what? Jack could be an upgrade. Don't get me wrong. And Jack could bring really good things to this club. But is he the guy that's going to take us to finals footy? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Not convinced he is. Um, so very interesting situation. I personally think it is a little bit of a media beat up. I think the Jack will stay down there in Canberra with Ricky Stewart for the remainder of his career. Happy to be proven wrong. But I just don't think Jack's going to get the sort of money that he is anticipating to get on the open market to go to another club. I think he's more likely to get good money in Canberra, stay with Ricky Stewart, who loves him and builds a game plan around him because I think a lot of other teams would try and change him. I'd love to see another club sign him and play him at 13, but he would have to take a huge pay cut to do that. I think he'd be about a 13 than what he is, 6, to be honest with you. I think he would terrorize teams running around in the jersey 13. His leg speed is tremendous, defense really good, strong as an ox. Handy little ball playing when he wants to. He has got a little kicking game that he can use at 13. I think he'd be fantastic there. But I think Jack sees himself as a 5'8", which is fair enough. And I think that Jack wants that 5'8 money, which is also fair enough. I completely back that in. But this whole situation, similar to the Clint Gutherson one, I think it's a little bit of a beat up. And if I had to put money on how both of these situations play out, I'd say Parramatta have Clint Gutherson as their fullback for a long time to come. And I think Jack Whiten remains at the Canberra Raiders with Ricky Stewart and stays there playing 5-8. That's my tip on both of these situations. Happy to be proven wrong. Have been proven wrong on many occasions, as you guys know. Uh, But that's just my honest read on both of these situations. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.